0: Talented, funny, inspirational. These are just three words to describe Kayla Miller, author and illustrator of the extremely popular Camp series. Welcome to Amongst the Books, a podcast for kids, by kids, and yes, adults too. Kayla was so kind to sit down with us and talk about their start in the graphic novel world, as well as where they find their inspiration for some of their most memorable characters. So please join us as we talk with this talented author. The episode of Amongst the Books. Uh, Today we are thrilled to be welcoming author, illustrator, extraordinaire Kayla Miller. Um, They are the graphic novelist uh, behind the um, very popular camp series with Click, Act, and the uh, follow-up besties. Um, So we are thrilled to be talking to them today. Um, And as always, I'm going to be passing this off to my wonderful interviewers. So um, let's start with uh, Rashi. You go first, kid.
1: Hi, Kayla. So my question is, what inspired you to write this book? So um, that's a great question. And it's always one that's kind of hard to answer because inspiration comes from so many different places. Um, and now I'm working on the sixth book in the click series, um, as well as working on some more spin-off stuff. And I just have felt, you know, inspiration from all over the place. I try to write about things that I remember being passionate about when I was in middle school. Um, and while they're not autobiographical at all, I try to keep um, some elements of, you know, the things that I cared about as a fifth and sixth grader in the books. Um, and also incorporating, you know, some things that have happened to my friends or my friends' kids um, and just drawing inspiration from all over. Excellent. Yeah, it's funny because
0: when I first started reading your series, um, I really started, I saw a lot of like my students within some of the characters and I saw myself as I, when I wrote to you, I saw myself in some of the characters as well. So it was really like kind of nostalgic for me to go back and like, be like, oh, I I remember feeling that way when I was a middle schooler. (laughs) So, And I see the kids and how much they relate to your characters and your novels. And because I cannot keep them on the shelves, I swear they are like flying off at like rapid pace. So um, I think everyone is able to relate to your to your books, so.
1: Oh, I'm glad to hear that they're connecting with people, both uh, young and old. Yes, exactly, yes. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, you know, having grown up in the 90s, I know, like, my experience was pretty different from, you know, what kids are going through now. Like, I didn't have a cell phone until I was older. Um, you know, internet access was very different. So, you know, I try to hit those sort of timeless feelings, like those things that, you know, everybody has gone through since, you know, since the dawn of modern time, right. like we've had right. these friendship dramas, and we've had communication issues, even if they are changing and evolving constantly. Exactly, very
0: true. Um yeah, I mean it's I, I, look. I was a child of the '80s, so and the fact that I can still resonate with these, it's it says something, and it says that it's a time in everyone's life that we all have similar experiences. So, all right, Ayush, can you hear us? You good,
1: kid? Yep. Okay. So, question to you is: What author inspired you to write, and what author was your favorite as a kid? Um. Uh, So I'm really bad at picking favorites. (laughs) I read a lot as a kid um, and there weren't really graphic novels as we know them now. um, Back then there were, you know, like comics, like there's a lot of um, my favorite comics. When I was a kid, I really liked the Peanuts comics with Snoopy and Charlie Brown. And those are still some of my favorites. Um, I was always, you know. Rushing to get the newspaper comics every Sunday, or you know, buying the collections of strips. Um, so I would say, like, Charles Schultz was one of my inspirations. Um, and I also, um, you know, I read a lot of fantasy as a kid. Uh, <laughs> and I don't think that really comes through in my work because I do write a lot of realistic fiction. Right. Um, but I think you know, the fact that I like to make everything kind of character driven and focus on, you know, the characters and the emotions. Um, So I think that's what I kind of took away from some of my favorite media when I was a kid, like creating characters and focusing on their relationships.
0: Do, did you find yourself drawing on some of the people in your life for Some of your characters, not like full blown, like this is a representation of this person, but little pieces of them to fill in like the personalities for some of your characters.
1: Yeah, that's exactly how I would describe it. Um, I've never taken, you know, anybody from my family or my friends and just like whole cloth, put them in one of the books. But I definitely do see parts of the people I care about showing up in the characters or, you know, just people that I've known through my life and thinking of, you know, something that I can draw on from, you know, knowing these people and knowing their personalities and how they would react in situations. Um, Because, you know, I know how I would react in situations, but the characters all have to have these different personalities and different ways of dealing with the world around them. So I think, yeah, like kind of taking from people that I know in real life and using some of their personalities helps flesh out the characters.
0: Excellent yeah that's always something I always try to I always wonder because some of these characters are so well like I mean they're always well thought out but it seems like I'm like they, they, I mean it is spot on with some things so I'm always curious I'm like I wonder if they pulled it from someone that they knew <laughs> or like if it's something like that or like maybe like a kid that they knew when they were growing up they're like I'm gonna put you in here right now so
1: yeah definitely
0: all right Rossi, you're up kid
1: Uh, So my question is, what is something or someone that keeps you going every day? Like your source of motivation? Oh, yeah. I mean, I think that, you know, creative work, it could be hard sometimes to stay motivated every day. Um, But I found that I really draw motivation from, you know, knowing that the readers are waiting for the next book. And also sometimes I get lovely fan mail to my P.O. box and that always just gives me a boost for the whole week if I get you know a drawing or a little letter that just says hey I really liked your book um it's really like just little things like that that knowing that even there's one person out there who is excited for what's going to come next
0: well I can guarantee there are more than one person that's excited (laughs) so I can absolutely guarantee that (laughs) um okay I so my question, my other question is,
1: what character do you relate to the most? So I relate to a bunch of the different characters for different reasons. Um, I definitely wasn't like Olive when I was a kid. I was way more shy than she is. Um, but I feel like I'm more like her now. Um, so I can definitely relate to Olive and the fact that she always wants to crack jokes and, you know, spend time with all of her different friend groups. And I also can relate to her mom and her aunt um, as kind of the grownups in the room now. <laughs> um, yep. uh, but yeah, and like I said, I take some of my friends and put them into all of the characters, but I also take a little bit of me and put them into all the characters so I can see different parts of myself in you know, all those different friends.
0: That's awesome. I actually have a quick question because I I never went to like a, a sleepaway camp. I went to like day camps when I was growing up. So I was curious. I'm like, did you attend like a sleepaway camp to get like that that based camp off of or had the, like had a little bit of a pull for it? Because I, I feel like that's such a, a unique experience to have that unless you really like had it, you wouldn't know some of the ins and outs and how the different groups could be forming and things like that and how 1K can feel a little more, Like reserved and shy because like they might miss home a little bit more and the comforts and everything. So I wasn't sure it was that like a a thing that you had gone to when you were growing up.
1: Yeah, so I went to Scout camp when I was growing up, and it was very different from the camp that is in uh, my book camp. It was. Way more rustic, um, there were, you know, just like canvas tents up on wooden platforms and the bugs were getting in and you were just constantly damp. <laughs> it was uh, <laughs> not exactly what like, I think the modern summer camp experience is. Um, right. <laughs> I, I worked at a camp um, when I was in college, that was much closer to the camp that I ended up drawing in camp. And I think a lot of the, um, the influence comes from that camp, which was focused on art and sports and, you know, had the very like structured itinerary and all the different activities and, you know, the more modern cabins and that sort of thing. Um, mm. but yeah, it's, it's definitely like its own little worlds. Um, summer camps, each of them is just like its own little like microcosm onto yeah. itself. And like, when you're there, you feel completely disconnected from the rest of the world. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's, uh, I mean, it's funny because yeah, like a lot of people haven't had a summer camp experience, but they know about summer camps from, you know, watching movies and watching TV shows. Um, and I don't know, yeah, I hope, I know it's inspired some people to try to go to summer camp, which is exciting to me. Um, uh, but yeah, it, I have a little camp experience. <laughs>
0: I love it though, because that that was like the thing. Because I mean, my day camps, it was so, yeah, it was only for like a few hours. And mm-hmm. then we went home and it was always the same people that we would see every day normally, too. So it was like, I never, I always felt like I was missing out. So I always got jealous when I found out that like some friends when I went to like a sleepaway camp. I was like, oh, I always wanted to do that. <laughs> but then I think I would miss home too much. So,
1: <laughs> well, yeah, I never went to like a camp that was like too far. Um, or too long because yeah my my parents were very like protective and they're like why don't like why would you want to leave home
0: (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) all right rashi you're up kid so if you had to
1: choose would you do illustrating or would you do writing for the rest of your life um I hope I don't ever have to choose between the two. <laughs> I hope hey. I get to keep doing both. Um, but I went to school for illustration, so I think that's kind of my first love. Um, I am really passionate about art, and I, when I went to school, I didn't know that I was going to be writing. I thought that I was going to be illustrating, you know, other people's stories when it came to comics, or you know, illustrating picture books or doing advertisements and posters and, you know, everything that has illustrations on it. Um, But then I kind of found that I liked writing too and comics felt like a good fit. But I think if I had to choose, like absolutely had to, I would probably want to do illustration.
0: Do you find that um, when you do start to like craft a story together, do you kind of start with like the images first or do you have like a text sort of like a script already kind of written out um or is it kind of like you just start like drawing and you might find like oh this starts to turn into something more and then you find the story within the drawing or like how does that process usually happen for you
1: um so just from like the traditional publishing world way of doing it um usually the script is completely finished and all of the um, problems are kind of ironed out before the art starts. Um, So I usually have a, I'll write the complete script and edit it before I even start drawing anything at all. Um, But before I started doing books, I did web comics and that was kind of more, you know, finding the story and the pictures together. It was more of a sort of um, like organic process of the two. Um, happening at the same time but uh for books since they are so long and you kind of do want to have the structured like beginning middle and end it just makes sense to have the script done before the art
0: okay yeah because I'm always like I I think because I tend to doodle a lot and I sometimes find myself saying like I start drawing like little characters together now like i the nowhere near your caliber nowhere near anybody's caliber is like literally like maybe an enhanced stick figure um but i find myself start doing that and i start going like oh well here's this little guy and he does this and this and here's his little partner over here and blah 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 and i'm like oh i'm like you know kind of writing something You're cartooning. At, <laughs> yeah i'm cartooning here but <laughs> at nowhere near the level of like anything that anyone should see ever so <laughs> more from my own eyes but I'm always so curious when it comes to like a a writer illustrator or illustrator writer which one you tend to to do first or have to do first in a sense to get the story together and craft it out so all right Ayush have
1: you ever had writer's block and what did you do to overcome it Yeah, I will get writer's block and sometimes I'll get art block too, where I feel like my drawings aren't coming out right. Um, And I found that, you know, the best thing to do um, when you're feeling stuck is just to step away for a moment and kind of clear your head. Uh, One thing that I really like to do is, you know, go out for a jog um, and just like be outside and, you know, experience nature and fresh air and you know get my body moving and hopefully that will help clear my head a little bit and then when i get back to work i'll have like a different perspective um and sometimes you do just have to kind of power through it when you have writer's block especially if there's a deadline yes. <laughs> um, but oh, yeah, if, yeah. if i have the option i like to take a break
0: does when you tend to get the writer's block or the drawing block um is it more of like you're stuck in trying to see where the story's going to or just like stuck with you're not sure like you're liking where the story is right now and you're trying to find like oh maybe I want to rework it um because I know like I when I talk to some of the students where they're writing stories for class and stuff they're just like we have like the first chapter or like paragraph down and then they just we don't know where to take it so I'm always like for authors, like, is it like that you've really hit like a stumbling block on the whole story itself or just like, oh, I kind of like this, but not really. And I don't know how to take where I should take the rest of this.
1: Yeah, I would say usually for me, it's the second thing it's um because when I'm writing a lot of the times I will, the ending is the thing I'll think of first. I'll okay. usually how I want the story to end. And it's kind of just getting there and there'll be things where it's like little details where I'll get stuck or I will be you know sitting down and writing all day and I'll realize like I don't like what I've written today it doesn't feel right Right. um and yeah just figuring out how to rework it so it does feel right okay all
0: right uh Rashi okay
1: so let's say you weren't a writer you weren't an illustrator What would you be interested in being? So (laughs) when I was a kid, I really wanted to be a paranormal investigator. Um, I wanted to go to weird places and look for ghosts and aliens and Bigfoot and all of those fun things like solve the unsolvable problems. Mm -hmm. But um, I think now... (laughs) <laughs> if I had to be something else, I would probably want to be some kind of educator. I don't know if I'd want to be an art teacher or um, you know, maybe a grade school teacher, but I think that's the direction I'd probably head in.
0: You wanted to be a ghost hunter. Yeah.
1: I, <laughs> <you>. <laughs>
0: I swear I watch those shows and some of them I just go, that can't be real. And then other ones I start going, I'm like, okay, that house scares me to death. (laughs) Like, I can't never go to that house.
1: Yeah, when I was a kid, my school library had a bunch of these encyclopedias of paranormal activity. Um, So it covered pretty much everything. Like, it was, you know, the ghosts and the aliens, but also... Um, you know like telekinesis and mind powers and it was all written as if they were completely 100% scientifically proven to be true so reading it as like you know a fourth or fifth grader I was like oh this is science um, this yep. is all they found the ghost yes um, and I wanted to study them um, but I think yeah growing up I realized that's maybe a little bit of a harder goal than <laughs> I thought it would
0: be it might be tough to get started, yeah. It might, be yeah. might like might be hard to like make make some make a living with it, but <laughs> yeah,
1: there's not really a bustling market.
0: <laughs> no, no. <laughs> but this could also be another book. This mm-hmm. so. True. Ah, all right, Ayush.
1: So, what place and and or time do you like writing at, or do you like writing outside? So I do like writing outside. Um, yeah, I the great thing about writing and art is um I can do them pretty much anywhere. So I can you know draw at a friend's house or write at a cafe. Um, and I like doing that. I feel like changing up the setting can help like inspire me and also help keep me focused. Um, so one of my favorite places to write is in public, at either a cafe or a park because I feel like knowing that other people are there kind of makes me feel like I have to stay focused. Um, Cause I know nobody's actually, you know, looking over my shoulder and going like, oh, you're watching a YouTube video instead of working. But I feel like it's easier for me to stay focused if I am like not in my house where I'm surrounded by all of my things and my pets and all of these distractions. Um, Like if I'm writing at a cafe, I'm not going to go, oh, I should put in a load of laundry. Um, But if I'm writing at home, very easy to get distracted. Um, And as far as time of day, um, I feel like I focus on writing better earlier. And then actually I focus on art better at night. I don't really know why, but um, yeah, I can stay up late drawing, but I can't really stay up late writing because it's just... I think it uses a part of my brain that is more active in the morning. (laughs) Hey, that's, that's a lot of us
0: though. Like, uh, I think, yeah, I think like when you, I know when I first wake up in the morning, the last thing I really want to do is like go and write something Mm -hmm. um, where everyone always says like, oh, you should journal first thing in the morning. I'm like, my brain is not functioning first thing in the morning. Like, unless I've had a cup of coffee to start writing something out, I write better later on in the day. And it's more of like the relaxation thing for me where I can like start to unwind. So I, yeah, it's definitely like when you start to feel those creative juices going, you know, you just kind of go with it. (laughs) All right. Uh, Rashi, hit it. Um,
1: so like if you had to choose a favorite hobby, um, what would your hobby be? Or if you don't have a hobby, what, was a ho- what would be a hobby that you would like to take on? Um, so I have a couple of hobbies that I like. I like um, crocheting. Uh, so making blankets and scarves and even I've made one sweater and it was very hard. So I have not made a second one. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I like making things out of yarn. I also like building things. That's something I got into in the past couple of years. I built a couple of bookshelves. Um, so oh yeah, just like, it's, <laughs> it, I, it's fun designing them and like measuring everything out and getting to use power tools. Um, yeah, so I think those are two of my main hobbies. I'm trying to think what else I like to do. Um, I like to play video games when I have time, but I often don't really have time right. to do it as much as I'd like to. Um, I watch a lot of movies if you count that as a hobby, I really like watching movies that are, um, so bad. They're good. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. They're just so fun to see something where it's like, Oh, people like, I can see what they were trying to do, Uh but then what they came up with was not quite that. (laughs) No, no.
0: And it just, and it's one of those types of movies that just gets better Mm-hmm. as especially the,
1: yeah. if you're like watching it with friends oh. and you just start laughing that's yes. yeah one of my favorite things to do
0: I always like introducing people to a really mm-hmm. bad movie because then they always come back I mean they're just like what did you recommend me I'm like <laughs> it's so good though is it and then they go yes
1: <laughs> well that's <laughs> the thing like if it's a really good movie that everything was just so skillfully done and it's beautiful like you could watch that And you know, not really feel the need to watch it again for like five, ten years. But if it's a movie that's so bad, it's good, you could watch it and then watch it again like a couple days later and still be laughing. So,
0: absolutely. (laughs) So, yes, I actually consider that a hobby because I do that as well. So, that is a hobby. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, we will do two more questions because again, I want to be mindful of everyone's time. So, Ayush. So, kid. So
1: who do you think is the biggest supporter of your writing? Um, I would say my parents. Like my, my parents have been really supportive and I don't think I would be able to have started writing and illustrating without the support of my family um, and also my partner who is like my life partner but also sometimes my writing partner um, Jeffrey Canino. He's who I wrote Besties with um and he's always super supportive he's like the first person who I show anything I've written to um and he's a writer too so we are always bouncing ideas off of each other for our solo projects and then you know collaborating um and yeah it's just nice to have somebody who is so supportive and creative like right at arm's length all the time so like if I ever have a question or want to talk through something um you know There's a collaborator in the next room over. (laughs) That's awesome,
0: though. Because, like, yeah, it's like, it's, it, yeah, you want to just like bounce the idea off and get Mm -hmm. like that, get that honest response right away. Cause, so yeah. And he is
1: always honest. If I have an idea that doesn't work, (laughs) he tells me.
0: Yeah. He's going to let you know. He's like, no, try it again. Back (laughs) to the drawing, back to the drawing board with you. (laughs) Mm -hmm. All right. Um, Ayush, yes, go kid. And if you had to describe yourself, in three words, what would those words be?
1: Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> I couldn't even do that. <laughs> yeah, this is a toughie. Um, so I'm going to try to do some maybe like wishful thinking here. <laughs> so if I was going to describe myself, I would, I, I mean, I think creativity is a big part of who I am. So I would say creative. Mm-hmm. Um, I hopefully funny so i'm gonna put funny question mark (laughs) (laughs) and let's see what's one last thing um i think that when it comes to like my personal relationships i like to be um understanding so i'm gonna say creative funny and understanding (laughs) i like i like those all right,
0: uh, but that that's a tough one. I don't know if I could do that. I'm like, I'm trying to think for myself right now and I'm like, I don't know what I would say for only three. Like, ah. Yeah, I think if, if
1: I had more time, maybe I'd say something different. <laughs> right,
0: like nothing like being on the spot. Describe yourself in three <laughs> words.
1: <laughs> all right, uh, Rashi, go kid. So in all of your books, like it doesn't matter which book or you could even do multiple characters, which characters connect to you the most? Um so which characters do I connect to the most? Um I mean I think it really you know like I try to have at least one like big emotional scene in every book so like some sort of like heart to the book where it's like this is where you understand the characters better and even though Olive's the main character it's not always her um who has this big scene so sometimes it's you know one of her friends um But I think like when I'm writing, it's always those scenes that I feel the most connected to. So, um, for example, in camp, you know, it's her friend Willow who is homesick and she's having these really big emotions and getting, you know, like she's making some mistakes because of her big emotions. And I think that's something that I've related to a lot, um, which is funny because sometimes people read that book and think that, you know, like. Willow's the bad guy, <laughs> <laughs> and I—I yeah. I don't know. I think in that book, it's kind of you know, it's like both of their stories. It's both of the girls, but I think that she's kind of the heart of that book. Yeah. Um, so I would say, like, yeah, connecting to that—the um, big emotions and you know, realizing that you've maybe made some mistakes and done some things that you know you wouldn't have done in other circumstances, but trying to make them right. Right.
0: No, I agree with that, 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 that book definitely is like, it's the story of both of them, mm-hmm. both Alvin Willow, cause it, they share, they share the experience equally and each come with different, the point of view for that situation. And I think that's why I, I resonated with Willow so much more because that, that would have been me, you know, if I was okay. in that situation. So, so yeah. Um, all right. So I do have one question and we will end with this question um what is something that you would tell to aspiring writers and illustrators out there
1: so um my advice when it comes to you know writing or illustrating is always stick with it um, <laughs> which is the boring advice but it's true yeah. like the more time you put into anything the better you're going to get at it and i can still see that in myself i feel like each book i get better at drawing um my writing gets stronger but my other piece of advice is if you are just starting out to work on a project that is small and manageable mm-hmm. um i think that when you're really excited and you're you know, you want to get your big idea out. Um, That can be super tempting to do, but also you can kind of set yourself up for a struggle. If you're, you know, doing your first ever graphic novel or your first ever comic project and you want to do like a 300 page book, um, I would suggest instead maybe try to tell a short story. Think of something that could happen in 10 pages because if you can make a little ten-page comic and finish it, you're going to feel that accomplishment. You're going to feel really good about yourself that you finished something, right. um, and you're also going to be able to share that and get feedback and you know learn how to make yourself even stronger for the next project, which might be fifteen pages. Right. Um, so yeah, I would say start small and build.
0: I love it. That's a, that's a, that's a really good way to look at it because everyone thinks they have to jump right into like that big, like you know. Tolkien size book mm-hmm. and it's like no, you can start small short stories are there for a reason novellas are there for a reason so um so yes I do I agree with what you're saying there and it's it's very inspiring for all of our young writers and illustrators out there um so with that being said, I would like to thank thank you so much for joining us today to the talented, inspiring and funny Kayla Miller. Those are my three words for you.
1: Aw, thank you. Thank you for having me. This was
0: so fun. Thank you so much. And we look forward to all of your works that are coming down because, again, I have to buy so many copies of them from my school. (laughs) I cannot keep them on the shelf. I have kids literally standing outside the door saying, is this in yet? And I'm like, (laughs) no, I have to go hunt down one of the other students.
1: (laughs) Well, hopefully there'll be more books soon. Yes,
0: yes, absolutely. All right. Well, thank you so much. Please have a wonderful rest of your day. Um, keep those books coming at us and good luck on all your future projects. Oh,
1: thank you. Have thank a good
0: you, one. Okay, bye. Thank you, Kayla, for joining us and sharing your story and your words of wisdom. And I am sure we will all be thinking about three words that describe ourselves. You can find Kayla on Twitter and Instagram at KKey. You can find us on Twitter at amongst the podcast, and you can listen to us wherever you get your podcast. Be sure to rate and review us and share us with all of your friends. Our theme music was written, produced, and recorded by Jake Thistle, and we have linked to his social media in our show notes. Thank you for joining us. You'll be hearing from us soon. But for now, stay happy, stay healthy, and keep reading.